0: Jeff Capel's joining us now. Oh, the the poor guy. He is now the associate head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, who are number four in the nation as they host number two UVA Saturday afternoon at Cameron Indoor Stadium. How did he stumble into an XFL conversation? Jeff Capel, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? DG,
1: what's up, man? How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm trying to think of the the, timetable. I think you were Just ready to start your head coaching journey. So it's pre-VCU, it's pre-Oklahoma, pre-returning to Duke to be Coach K's right-hand man. Do you even remember the XFL of 2001? Because the word today is that Vince McMahon's going to start another uh, professional football league.
1: No, was that Vince McMahon's league?
0: Oh yeah, he partnered with NBC and it was it was the idea coach that I could imagine you and I cooking this up. Yeah, and the NFL is so popular for so many months of the year. What about giving people more professional football in the <laughs> United States outside of that window? He tried it but it only lasted a year. Yeah.
1: All I remember is the US what was was the USFL oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I don't remember the XFL though.
0: At all. I I don't blame you. You were busy probably recruiting the next generation of superstars from the high school basketball ranks. All right, one serious question, then we'll get back to our usual goofy stuff. I I almost hate to ask this, Coach, because I love your visits so much. I feel like I'm sad just asking this question, but everybody I know who cares about you as a person, cares about your brother Jason as a person, as we enjoy you as a coach, enjoy Jason as a broadcaster, think of your children and the rest of your extended family. We cannot help but think about your dad, who died in November, of course, after that two-year battle with ALS. How do you describe how things have gone for you you all as human beings uh, at, at what must be a difficult time even as you're still surrounded by basketball and other family.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's been tough. Um you know it has been I'd be lying, you know, if if I said that it hasn't been, it's it's been very tough. It's been just everything is so different. You know, you experience, you know, different things. My dad passed shortly before Thanksgiving. And so, you know, you go through your first Thanksgiving without your yeah. dad. You know, my mom probably more than anyone you know, you go through Christmas, you you have birthdays, you have different things. You know, for me personally, you know, the the first game I came back, you know, it was tough because, you know, I'm so used to after every game, you know, talking to my dad. And when he wasn't able to talk anymore, as the disease progressed, it was text. Mm. And so, um, I mean, it's hard, but, you know, my dad would want us to Move on, and that's what we've tried to do with the profession that both Jason and I are in me and coaching him and broadcasting around the game. You know, as you know, my, my, my dad is very well known and yeah. and really respected. So, just about every game, you know, there's someone that's saying something to me about my dad, and it's actually really cool. I mean, it's hard at times, but yeah. it's really cool. Being at Wake Forest uh, the other day, that was. It brought back memories because I think we were there for three years. My dad was an assistant there. It's when he got into college coaching. And so it brought back a lot of memories. But, you know, we're doing okay. My mom's doing okay. Um, we're surrounded by great people, by, you know, we have a really strong, tight-knit family, and, uh, you know, we're plugging along.
0: Jeff Capel III is joining us on the David Glenn Show. His dad, its name, of course, lives on not only through his basketball legacy, but through his son, Jeff Capel III, and on Twitter, at Jeff Capel. That's Coach Capel's Twitter handle nowadays. All right, Uh, we haven't had you on for a while, so when we think of the Blue Devils' journey so far, it includes mostly good things, but also a loss at Boston College, a loss at NC State. What do you think your guys are doing better now individually or collectively than you were doing then during those ACC road losses?
1: Well, I think the main thing is that we're playing defense. You know, we're, 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 we, we, we've gotten better on that end of the floor. Um, you know, after the NC state game, you know, we, we really got back and we started working even more on defense and basically going back to the, to, to basic principles, basic fundamentals, um, of defense and getting our guys to understand how important it is. You know, when you have a young team, which we had, I'm not going to consider us young anymore, but when you had such a young team like we had, you know, you try to create habits, you try to develop habits, and it takes a while. And we went through, man, just in our schedule was very weird. We had all these games initially, and then we had – where we had like a month, where we only played three games yep. in those three games, you had exams. So it's not much practice You came back, you played and, and, and then you went home and, you know, and then you came back and you played one more game after that. And so I think that's the main thing, you know, is our defense has improved over the last six games, two and a half weeks, I think is what it is. And, um, you know, we've really gotten better on that side of the floor.
0: You mentioned freshmen and they all have their unique journeys you notice more things than we would from the outside. But to me, one by one, light bulbs are coming on. And like you said – you can't view them as freshmen anymore. From my perspective, Marvin Bagley III, the light bulb came on like the first day almost. Yeah. Uh, gradually, I mean, Gary Trent Jr.'s explosion at Miami and in other games, it feels like he's mostly where you want to be. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, maybe took a little while, but now looks like one of the better players in the entire conference. And and maybe it feels like Trevon Duval still has a, a little ways to go for the light bulb to go on. What do you think of that summer? disagree or agree
1: yeah you know I think I mean each of them run their own race and if you look back you know to when we relied on this many freshmen was uh 2014-15 then if you look at those guys I mean Ja had it right away you know it took justice a while he had it then he lost it then he got it back and then Tyus was kind of steady throughout and Where you saw how good he was was in the big games and especially in big moments and then you know grayson happened later and so you know it's a big adjustment to college basketball and especially when you're in our program because of all the attention and all the expectations and and it's not like we had a lot of guys older guys in the program to help these guys um, especially with these habits i mean even a guy like grayson who has you know championship experience and an all-american and an acc championship and things like that still those defensive habits grayson didn't have them because it's not like you know from being completely honest we were a great defensive team the last two years you know we were okay at times and so it's getting everyone to understand that i still think trayvon you know he's he's been really good at times for us And then he's coming off of maybe his worst game this year against Wake Forest. Um, So now it's about understanding how to be consistent, how to prepare every day, and understanding that. You know, he had gone through a stretch where he was playing very well you know, he, he was starting to make shots from the three-point line, uh, you know, doing a really good job leading our league in assists in the last two games. He's been okay. He hasn't been. And so it's the preparation and things like that. You worry about freshmen at times also hitting the wall. Yeah. You know, we've experienced that here. And, uh, you know, but they're all talented. They're all great teammates. They all really want to win. And they've been a joy to work with.
0: Jeff Capel III joining us from Duke. The Devils are hosting number 2 Virginia on Saturday afternoon at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Jay Billis was with us yesterday, and he described UVA's defense as a boa constrictor that squeezes the life out of opposing offenses. Coach, I've been covering this league for 30 years. I, I cannot remember an example. <laughs> Out of 351 Division 1 basketball teams, the Cavaliers are both number 1 in defensive efficiency under Tony Bennett. And dead last in tempo. I mean, like, they're either first or 351st. (laughs) What kind of unique challenge does that bring for the Cavaliers opponents, including you on Saturday?
1: Yeah, it it brings a big challenge. I mean, they are so, you know, their defense, to be honest with you, DG, I mean, it's it's beautiful to watch. I mean, as as a fan of basketball. Because they're in concert with each other like the movements are it's like they're on a string if this guy goes here this guy's yeah. pulling here and you know, they very rarely make a mistake and so you can tell it's something they practice Constantly and they take great pride in the other thing. I think that does help their defense is their offense is, is the pace You mentioned a slow down pace What they do is that they just grind you out and they they I mean, I think Jays you know, analogy is 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 correct because they, they 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 frustrate you. That's what happens, I think. And you know, defensively, they make it so hard for you to score, and they're very physical, and they check cuts and their ball screen defense is on point and you know all of those things and then you come back down on offense and it's 25 seconds and they're screening the heck out of you yeah they're moving you around they're not standing and so they're making you work on both ends um and so you know you see why consistently they've been successful you know year in and year out you know it's been amazing they lose guys you know they lose Justin Anderson a couple of years ago and you think okay well they're going to take a step back and they don't they lose parentis You know, and and you think they're going to take a step back, and here they are—you know, undefeated in the league again, ranked number two in the country. And again, the one thing that's constant is their defense.
0: Virginia, 19 and one, and as coach said, eight and zero, unbeaten in conference play as they head to Durham. On Saturday afternoon, I probably should have warned you about this question, but as we thank you for your time and let you go, I'm going to pass along a quick story from elsewhere in college basketball and see if it jogs in your memory any weird stories along the same lines. This is a true story from just this week. Police were called to the dormitory (laughs) where Kansas basketball players live after a Jayhawks fan repeatedly showed up at the dorm shouting that he was willing to offer his free throw advice (laughs) to the Jayhawks players who had missed a bunch in a recent close loss to the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, We've had like Roy Williams joke on our show that he laughs when a fan will say, Coach, have you ever thought of, and he's like, dude, this is my job. Yeah. Of course I've thought of it. Yeah. Sometimes I adopted. Sometimes I reject it. Uh, do you, do you have any Duke related stories along uh, no similar
1: push. lines? When I was here, when I was a heck, I mean, yeah, you get emails, you know, you get stopped in the store, <laughs> you know, different times about, you know, here's what you sh- you know, for us is this is what you should do defensively. <laughs> we get those. I get emails all the time, um, about that or like, you know, comments on, on Instagram or something like that. Um, you you get those all the time and so it's it's pretty comical because like coach Williams said they think you don't think about it this is all we do is think about it and try to figure it out but you know we live in a thing just like I'm sure you deal with it you know oh, boy. there's so oh, yeah. many experts and they oh, yeah, know boy. how to do your job better than you do so it's Always interesting. I like to have a little fun with it at times, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, all I do, Coach, at 11.59 every day is just come in and turn on the microphone and start making things up as I go along. Yeah,
1: oh, you don't prepare. Do you don't You study. You don't look at different no. things like that. You just no. come in, and just like Coach does with USA Basketball, right? <laughs> he goes in and just throws <laughs> out the ball As yeah. has those guys. <laughs> Fright-
0: frighteningly, Jeff Capel III with little to no training would be good at my job. Uh, I would not be good at his. Coach, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, thank you for the family update. You know everybody is kind of rooting for you and your brother and, and your family in everybody's own way. Congratulations on this great start. Hope you enjoy the uh, fun atmosphere with the Cameron Crazies with Virginia coming to town Saturday.
1: I appreciate it, man. Always good to be on.
0: Right back at you. Jeff Capel on Twitter, at Jeff Capel.